high short kick that is going to come up and bounce at the 20. Rutgers is a chance to recover it, and they do! What a play by the Scarlet Knights! Get it to Harper with three, with two, with one. Harper for the win! Got it! One and ten at the 21. Wimson hands it off. It's Benunga getting to the corner left. 20, 15, catching to 10. Benunga down near the goal line. He is in! Touchdown, Rutgers! Now with six. Baker making his move with five. Step back three for the lead. Oh. Yeah! All right, it's game day. Rutgers men's basketball heading to College Park, Maryland to take on the Terrapins Tuesday night, 6.30 p.m. on BTN. A huge opportunity for Rutgers to build off of Saturday's win at Michigan. A 15-point come-from-behind second-half performance uh, in which Rutgers just dominated down the stretch. They outscored Michigan 20-4 to in the final nine-and-a-half minutes of that game. Uh, the uh, Rutgers debut of Jeremiah Williams was a huge boost for this team. Steve Peichel adjusted rotations. Uh, he mixed it up defensively. Wanted to just kind of touch on a few more things from that win and then also preview this game tonight, Tuesday night uh, at Maryland, a place that Rutgers has won two games in a row. Two of the last three years, they've won back-to-back -back road games in Big Ten play, they have a chance to do it once again tonight. So, in terms of the comeback against Michigan, a big part of that was defensively, Steve Peichel mixing in a 1-3 zone, 1-3-1 zone that really was effective. Um, you know, I know that one big matchup tonight is Jameer Young, the point guard for Maryland, who's been fantastic. He's one of the best guards in the country, hands down, 6-1. You know, how is Rutgers going to defend him? They had a similar issue with Michigan with Doug McDaniel, uh, who obviously has not been playing on the road due to an um, academic issue, but is able to play at home. But a big part of that game, as good as I thought Rutgers did man-to-man, -man, you know, Jim Michael Davis has been really good uh, with ball pressure. Uh, a big part of, I think, what Doug McDaniel's struggles were against Rutgers was just bad decisions. Uh, and part of that was defensive pressure, but part of that was just chucking up terrible shots. Um, contested threes, not in the flow of the offense. You know, you very much saw both teams, when they were able to move the ball, they got much better looks at the basket. Rutgers, defensively, to the credit, the 1-3 zone really threw Michigan off. They were, they were not able to uh, adjust, and they really struggled down the stretch. Rutgers, on the other hand, Jeremiah Williams, uh, was able to get downhill. He was able to get, uh, you know, deep into the defense, even though he missed a few inside, you know, his first game in uh, a year and a half. Uh, he showed his effectiveness. He also was able to find Cliff a couple times in space for dunks. Um, you know, Derek Simpson was able to expose Michigan's defense by getting into that mid-range. And, you know, with his, when he's able to create space off the dribble with his crossover, he just gets into a shot a lot better. He's got better lift on the shot. He's shooting with more confidence, and that's what we saw. Credit to him against Michigan. Five of seven in the second half on the floor. Three of three from the foul line. You know, he hit a shot to cut the lead down to six. Three times Michigan extended the lead from four points back to six points. Twice Derek Simpson hit jumpers to get it back down to four. And then ultimately he made that uh, off the screen of, of Cliff. 
the high ball screen, was able to hit that contested three over Terrace Reed and get the foul, convert from the line, and Rutgers never looked back. So Derek Simpson's shot-making ability was huge in that game. Obviously, that's something that has been inconsistent for this team that they desperately need. Jeremiah Williams' presence, I think, helped Derek Simpson. But the two of them combined, just they, they took control of the game in a way that if Rutgers can do that more often, they're, they're going to win more games. And tonight is going to be really interesting. You know, Maryland's a veteran team with Jameer Young, Dante Scott, uh, who's our top three-point shooter. Um, it, and uh, on the outside, uh, they have to be aware of where he is uh, at all times. They cannot uh, let him get open looks. And then Julian Reese, they're big down low. So those three... Obviously, they're very experienced for Maryland. Kevin Willard, second season. They really struggled earlier in the season. Uh, both teams are similar in terms of metrics. Uh, Rook, uh, well, Maryland is is better. You know, they're 13-9 overall. They're 53rd in Kempom. They are 5-6 and six in Big Ten play. They had some really bad losses, uh, a couple of bad losses to, to start the season. They lost on uh, neutral floor to Davidson and UAB. Uh, they lost on the road at Indiana by double figures. Uh, they got blown out at Villanova, uh, but they've lost at home to uh, Purdue, lost uh, at home to Michigan State, got swept by Michigan State, also lost on the road to Minnesota Northwestern. They have won two road Big Ten, excuse me, uh, this is at Maryland. So at home, they are, let's see, two and one, two and two. Uh, they are three and two in Big Ten play at home. Uh, in terms of uh, efficiencies, Similarly to Rutgers, they are much, much better defensively. Rutgers is number three nationally. Maryland is six. Rutgers is 300th offensive efficiency. Maryland is 170th. In terms of Big Ten play, uh, these are the two worst offensive teams in Big Ten play and the two best defensive teams in Big Ten play. Maryland is 1-13. and 13. Rutgers is 2-14. and 14. Uh, So it's it's a like-for-like like type of game. Kempound projects an eight-point win for Maryland. In terms of looking at these two teams head to head, what do they do well? What do they? How do they match up? Both teams are very good on the offensive glass. Both teams uh, are not great at preventing the opponent on the offensive glass. Rutgers has been better of late, so that's going to be a huge part of this game. Which team can take advantage of second chance opportunities off the offensive glass? Rutgers uh, destroyed Michigan in that in that regard. Uh, and and really help them win that game. So can they do it again on the road? Uh, in terms of turnovers, uh, you know, Rutgers is about average in terms of turnover rate uh, offensively. Maryland is uh, not great. Other than Jameer Young, they are turnover prone. Rutgers is the better defensive team in forcing turnovers or top 20 nationally in terms of turnover rate. Maryland is 53rd. So Maryland can force turnovers. Obviously, protecting the ball is going to be really key in this game. Uh, but Rutgers has shown when they can turn teams over and they get out in transition, that was a big part of the Michigan game. You know, Michigan, between their, their bad so poor shot selection and turnovers, Rutgers was able to generate a lot of points in transition. That was huge. I don't know if they're going to be able to do the same thing with Maryland. Uh, you know, Maryland doesn't make as many bad – I mean, the thing is, Michigan had a pretty good offense coming into it. Uh, they just got frustrated down the stretch. So Maryland, you know, is not as efficient offensively. Uh, can they get them into ISO? Can they get, you know, them to play a little bit of hero ball? That will be key. You know, obviously limiting them to one-shot possessions. One thing in terms of, uh, I think, this team moving forward is in terms of the rotations and how Steve Peichel divvied it up. 
you know, the starters played much more against Michigan. I think, you know, we, a lot of people have been saying they hope the rotation shortens. I think a big part of that is Jeremiah Williams being in the fold now. Uh, that starting lineup, he went with a three-guard mix with Jeremiah, Derek Simpson, and Jermichael Davis, uh, and then also uh, Mag and Cliff. Uh, you saw Hyatt come off the bench. He, he gave them decent minutes. Gavin uh, had the seventh most minutes uh, in that game. That was really a shortened rotation. Noah got a little bit of action. Uh, Austin Williams got a little bit. Wolf did not play at all. Agbole uh, was his debut as well. I really like what he gave them. Got him three boards and limited action. He has tremendous size. He's a physical presence. Uh, he can defend the rim. His footwork is a little bit, you know, he, he he's, he's raw. He's a raw player. But he brings him a physical presence when Cliff's not on the floor that they, they've needed. So I'm intrigued by this new rotation. We'll see how Pico plays it tonight. Um, but in terms of, uh, you know, what Maryland does defensively, Rutgers can't – they have to obviously take care of the ball, but they have to get into their offense uh, earlier than they have at times. One one part of their struggles, I think, in Big Ten play is that they, they, they don't get into their offense – fast enough, you know, and then they rush a bad shot. So they, they take sometimes, you know, eight to 10 seconds to get into their offense. And it's almost like they feel pressure to, to, to get a shot off. And then you're seeing, you know, not many people touch the ball. So the sooner they can get into their offense, I think Jeremiah Williams helps with that. Uh, you know, ball reversals side to side, move the defense around. Uh, can they, you know, Cliff was much more active against Michigan with the high ball screen. Um, you know, I, I loved what they did against Purdue in terms of screening, uh, pen down screens for Gavin to get jump shots. Um, you know, Jeremiah and Derek have shown the ability in the Michigan game to generate looks, either uh, just pull up at more mid-range or get to the rim. Uh, I think Jeremiah, you know, he, he's, he's an unselfish player. He had a high assist rate at Temple. He's going to be able to get into the defense to penetrate and to find open teammates. And I think it's really going to benefit Cliff to be able to roll up into open space. Uh, you know, Mag benefited a little bit too. You saw, and you know, in terms of transition, Hayek got a couple layups. Uh, everybody kind of just played with more confidence, went stronger to the rim. They were much better at finishing at the rim. They were 18 of 29 on dunks and layups, 62% against Michigan. That has that show up tonight. They need to finish at the rim. Obviously, they shot very poorly from three against Michigan. Um, in terms of three-point defense, Maryland does not uh, defend the three particularly great. Uh, opponents are shooting 33.9%. It's 191st. Uh, you know, Rutgers, although, is, is obviously just shooting 28% from the floor this year. In terms of Maryland's offense, they don't shoot three. They shoot a lot of threes, but they don't shoot them very well. 29%, they're 332 Rutgers is 350th. So, you know, if one of the two teams has a breakout three-point game, that's going to give them a huge edge. You know, having a, a two or three-point, uh, making two or three more three-point baskets in the opponent, uh, opposition in this game could be the difference. Maryland is really good uh, in terms of getting to the foul line. That's a concern. Uh, they are 18th nationally in terms of free throw attempts uh, compared to field goal attempts. Rutgers has to defend without fouling. Uh, surely Maryland will get somewhat of a home home whistle, but Rutgers has to be really good uh, defensively with their footwork. They they have to keep them in front of them. You know, I I really like that one three zone against Michigan. It caused them problems. I think Maryland will recognize it better, but I I, I want to see that mix. You know, the the press a little bit too. 
Steve Michael was really cooking just in terms of how he was keeping Michigan off balance. Kevin Willard's a good coach, whether you like him or not. Uh, I think Maryland will be better prepared for that than Michigan was. But something to watch for in this game. Uh, I also think just in terms of uh, just shot selection, you know, Rutgers can't afford to fall behind in this game uh, like they did again against Michigan. You can't rely on a double-digit comeback time and time again. You have to get into your offense earlier. You have to get settled down. You have to generate high percentage shots earlier in the game. They've, they've done a good job of adjusting in the second half. There's a stat out there with uh, uh, plus minus margins in Big Ten play. Rutgers is one of the worst in the first half. I think it's they've been outscored minus 63, I think it was, uh, in the first half. They're minus seven in the second half. Uh, so they, they just can't afford to dig themselves in a hole, especially in a game where points are going to come at a premium. It's going to be a rock fight. This game is going to be in the low 60s. Uh, who knows, could be even lower. So Rutgers just has to remain poised, stick together. One thing that was much better in the Michigan game was their communication on the floor. They were much more connected. You saw them just, uh, you know, huddle up quite a bit, uh, and they were engaged, and, and they played with confidence down the stretch. And listen, this game is absolutely an opportunity for them to win. Uh, Maryland has played better uh, of late. Uh, they are you know have been better offensively but they're not a great offensive team and Rutgers you know is has been when they're um on the same page defensively they're, they're as good as you know I mean they're number three defensive efficiency in the country once again in that top five top ten uh and uh it's going to be a dogfight and I think that you know how Jeremiah Williams responds uh in his second game is going to be key uh again he's not a knockdown shooter they're going to have to make shots who's going to make shots for this team when they need it Derek Simpson can he put together back-to-back games uh we've seen flashes of him uh I love the way he was uh you know his shot selection was much better I thought in terms of because it's not just that he's shooting mid-range you know typically I mean in the modern game you want to either get to the rim or shoot threes right but when he's able to generate space off the crossover and get wide open mid-range from the elbow or whatever inside the paint that's that's a little different than him just settling, dribble, dribble, take a contested 18-foot jumper. He was he was much better in terms of uh, generating an open look against Michigan. I don't know if it's going to be there against Maryland, so we can't force things. Um, but the more they can share the basketball in this game, uh, you know, someone's going to have to step up. You know, can they get guys hitting threes? Whether it's Gavin, whether it's Andre. You know, if you have both those guys coming off the bench now, you know, Noah didn't get a lot of time. Someone's going to have to hit some threes in this game for them. Uh, and, you know, Jermichael Davis brought them energy uh, in the starting lineup. You have to imagine he's going to he's going to at least start on Jameer Young. Uh, and that's why I think you're going to, you know, Jameer Young dominates possessions for Maryland. So how they defend him. So we know Steve Peichel likes to send multiple defenders at their best player and, and take out their best player. Can they limit him tonight? That will be huge. Uh, controlling Julian Reese inside will be big. Uh, again, you can't let Dante Scott uh, roam free. What is he shooting from three this year? He is shooting uh, 36%. Uh, Jameer Young shooting thir- almost 35%. Everybody else is shooting a pretty poor percentage for them. Uh, they also Jordan Geronimo, he's been around forever, the, the Indiana transfer. He's not a great shooter, but he's a good defender. Uh, so this is going to be a really hard-fought, tough game. And... Uh, you know, how, how Rutgers handles themselves early in the game, uh, how they uh, – you have to limit runs, obviously, 
And, um, you know, in terms of just taking advantage of opportunities, it's going to be uh, a really tough game. But this is a game if they can come out, uh, play with purpose from the set, execute the game plan and uh, be connected on the floor. You know, they're going to need a better bench play. I think in this game, the bench did not give them much at all. Uh, it shot a really low percentage against Michigan. So we'll see what happens. But I'm encouraged by how they came back against Michigan. Yes, Michigan's the last place team. Yes, Michigan collapses in second halves. That's kind of what they do. But you saw signs, and I think based on the new rotation, that gives hope that this team can be more competitive. They can, uh, you know, be more efficient uh, on both ends of the floor. Uh, on a more consistent basis. So huge game for them uh, tonight, Maryland, 630 BTN. Uh, and I'll be back with my rapid reaction following the game. Did want to uh, announce a new partnership I have with uh, Night and Day Apparel. Uh, they do great Rutgers merch, uh, have a discount code. Uh, if you use Scarlet Faithful uh, on their site, you get a 10% discount on all merch. I'm going to have some branded merch coming out with them as well. So, uh, excited about that. And, uh, you know, there's, uh, if you're ever looking for Rutgers stuff, I, I really like their selection and kind of the creative stuff they've been able to do, uh, over there. So check them out night and day apparel. And, uh, thanks so much for listening and watching the Scarlet Faithful podcast once again, and I'll be back after the game.